Welcome, my friends, to the Generations Radio Broadcast. Kevin Swanson, your host with you today. And we're going to talk about family legacy on this edition of the program. And I start with Psalm 112 this morning. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. And here it comes. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house as righteousness endures forever until the upright. There arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. There he is. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. Well, that, my friends, is the legacy of the man who fears the Lord. It all begins with our relationship with God of reverence and a sense of God's awesomeness and our desire to worship and praise him every single day, uh, to love him, to trust in him. All that is the beginning of it, and then it just it just explodes into future generations. In fact, uh, Exodus 20 talks about how we see that God blesses uh, to a thousand generations those who love him, keep his commandments. And uh, so, you know, we talk sometimes about the influence of the sins of the fathers. Well, that only goes to the third or fourth generation. And I like to say that the the influence that happens when we leave a legacy of love towards God and love towards one another, that just extends uh, to a thousand generations. That's a factor of 333 times, 333.33 times what it is, you know, in terms of uh, the, the, the wrong kind of legacy. So, friends, we talk about this legacy, that we really can leave a legacy. Uh, to a future generation. And, and uh, today, Dr. Brian Kluth joins me. He is a best-selling author. He's a speaker. Uh, he's a pastor. And he's put together so much, so many good resources about a family legacy, li- li- living a generous life and leaving a family legacy. And uh, we're going to get into this topic now. And by the way, you get his resources at briankluth.org. But uh, Brian, welcome to the Generations Broadcast. Well, Kevin, it's great to be on with you and your listeners today. And we want to be a wonderful encouragement today to them on this whole idea of living and leaving a legacy. Yep. But yep. we also want to equip them. We've got some resources that you're going to offer through your ministry that'll make such a difference in their family. It's uh, yeah. I'm pretty excited to be on today, and we really want to bless everybody listening right now. Yeah, let's talk about legacy. I just gave a you know biblical basis for it, so you know. We can leave a legacy. And, uh, you know, I think my grandfather left a legacy for me. He was, you know, a business manager at Wheaton College. He had a vision for evangelism, for missions, passed that on to my dad. My dad went to the mission field with, with you know, our family in the 1960s. Uh, just a legacy that continues. And, and you've got that, too, happening in your family. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a wife that went to heaven. Uh, she beat me to heaven uh, <laughs> when mm-hmm. she was 54 years old. And so her legacy is continuing on. We have ministries in Africa actually called the Sandy House in memory of my wife. And today, hundreds of and even thousands of families have been blessed. So her legacy has even gone beyond her life mm-hmm. and is even reaching thousands of people in Africa. Uh, so yeah, the mm-hmm. whole idea is we're to live lives that ultimately ap- impact future generations and so uh and we give people real practical tools on how to do that what is it that we want to share with our children and grandchildren i mean give us a vision for this just for a minute brian well, I think one of the things you've got to share is uh, is stories. Uh, 
uh, life stories. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Christian Legacy Organizer, but in there, there's a whole series of questions to ask aging relatives. You know, when did you come to faith in Christ? Where, where did you see God most powerfully work in your life? What were the greatest disappointments that God helped you overcome? I mean, stories are, are what could pass down. I remember I talking to a man one day and, and he was very, very generous. And I said, well, why are you generous? He said, well, my family's always been generous. He said, what do you mean? And he told the story of a great grandfather in the Great Depression that gave a dime when he had a dollar. <laughs> and that and that story you know, was was living, you know, was 80 years later, you know, 70 years later, that family was still operating off of one story of grandpa being generous when he had a dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stories mm-hmm. impact wow. our lives and impact our families. So that's one thing. And then practical information. I was a pastor and I sat with spouses and adult children after someone died and so many people just did not have the information they needed to go forward on the finances and family matters and funeral wishes and all of that. So I, I, I spent two years researching and creating the Christian Legacy Organizer to give families everything they possibly could need for, to work with their aging parents when they pass away or if they pass away. And Brian, it seems to me that we forget, you know, we forget to tell the stories or our children forget the stories uh, either way. Uh, just something we have to come back to, isn't it? How, how do we do this? I mean, we do it in terms of this resource, but uh, think in terms of, you know, the conversation. How does that work? Yeah, I, I think one of the things I've seen with families is they uh, they use my booklet and they take it to a family gathering and there's a hundred questions you can ask aging relatives. And so the idea is people can circle a question and then just, you know, everyone passes it around and then grandma and grandpa or the parents answer those questions. And that's one thing. Another thing to do is actually record them answering the questions, you know, do an audio mm. recording, do a video recording, or if you're an, an older person, you want to pass things on to your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren and your children just get in front of a, you know, of a Zoom recording or a video camera and answer questions about your life that you want to pass on. You know, most people want to pass on their valuables, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever your finances are, your possessions. But God wants you to pass on your values and your valuables. So you've got to have some tools to to pass on your values, and and that, that's some of the things I've tried to create to help people be able to do that. And one of the things that I've done is put together a, a little a suitcase sort of thing that I keep in our closet that has my grandfather's Bible, my grandmother's Bible. I've got the full story of my grandfather's you know testimony and and his ministry wow. work, and he's got he put all that into like a twenty five page deal, and so I keep it all together. So I've got, I've always got the full legacy you know, of, of yeah. my heritage as well as, in fact, my sister just sent me her testimony, uh, that she gave to some church out in Florida. And I put that, you know, there with that little suitcase. And so it's sort of that, you know, that thing you grab if the, if the house is on fire, you know, <laughs> everybody's got to have one of those. And so, you know, yeah, we've got to keep that legacy together. We've got to remember it. We've got to record it. We got to write it out as my grandfather did. And uh, friends, that's one reason why I really like this, because I love you, Family Legacy Organizer, valuable forms for you, your spouse, loved ones, and aging parents. So we're going to tell you how to get this in just a little bit. But uh, this is phenomenal. This has got literally thousands of ideas and things to check off as you pass a legacy on to your children. Very important stuff here. Uh, Talk to us a little bit more about uh, some of these uh, 
some of these things that to bring up. I mean, man, you've got at least a hundred family questions here. This is phenomenal. <laughs> so just go over a few of them. I mean, things that we would have never thought about. You know, I don't have it in front of me right now, but again, a lot of it is your a lot of it is your God stories. Uh, that's a real big focus, but also life lessons. What did you learn in life? You know, what was the, you know, what were you good at? What did you do? What how, what did you play as a kid? You know, just things that would just be fun to know about you. Uh, and so, yeah, I came up with over a hundred. And where that came from is I went to a family reunion after my mother's. Uh, died and her three sisters all died within two years. And I remember being at the reunion and I thought to myself, wow, whatever questions we didn't ask, no one knows the answers to anymore because that whole generation died within two years of two years of each other. Wow. And so I came home and I said, what do I wish I would have asked my mom and my aunts and my grandparents? So I just sat down and, uh, and made a list of possible questions that would have been really fun to have, uh, have gotten answered. Uh, and so I said, I didn't get to answer those, ask those questions, but I want others to not miss the opportunity to ask those questions. You know, you can talk about more than the weather and then football and jobs when you see people over the ho- over holidays and at anniversaries and birthdays. This gives you a real tool to really have some pretty meaningful and memorable conversations. And we're coming up on holidays right now. And friends, let me just give you some examples here. Were you ever taken or called to the principal's office? You know, do you have a time? <laughs> I was, by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's that's one that you know for the history books for sure. Uh, take the, uh, the 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 big tragedy that occurred, perhaps in your immediate family, relatives, friends. Uh, the three people had the greatest influence on your life, places you've traveled, uh, political affiliations. What about college? First crush, first heartbreak, first jobs, first car, uh, nicknames you grew up with. Uh, you know, on and on it goes. What did your family do on weekends? Uh, what was your favorite school subject? Best friends, et cetera. And then, of course, you get into the uh, the faith issues as well. But, uh, friends, I'd, I'd recommend something like this. It's a great, great uh, legacy organizer. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the financial stuff. I mean, the financial stuff does play a part in our legacy, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, the Bible says that we are to provide for our families and to not do that. We're worse, we're worse than an infidel. Yeah. But the greatest thing your family needs is information. Uh, and I learned this with my father. When he was passing away from cancer, he wrote on a napkin to my mother the financial information she needed. And one of the things he wrote down was that he took out an employee insurance policy for $125,000. So he wrote it on the napkin, gave it to my mother. He passed away. Uh, Weeks later, months later, my mother gets a letter, dear Mrs. Kluth. Uh, sorry about your husband passing away. And uh, while he was an employee, he took out a $25,000 insurance policy and closed as your check for the $25,000. Please send this, uh, you know, return this card in the envelope saying you've been paid in full. Huh. Now, the problem with what I just said was it's $100,000 off. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty critical. <laughs> okay, and, and here's the deal. My mother would not have had that written piece of paper with that information. Mm-hmm. She would have cashed the $25,000 and sent back the note. But I said, I told her, Mom, don't cash it. Sit, call them and tell them you have a note from your husband that it's $125,000. And she did. And they said, oh, we're sorry. We made a typographical error. Send us the $25,000. We'll send you $125,000. Oh, wow. So just that that mm-hmm. one bit of information on a napkin uh, made a $100,000 difference in my mother's life and in my family's life. When my mother passed away, 
I had I wrote up all the account information for my brother, who's the executor. He didn't look at all of it, and we would have missed out on another twenty five thousand dollars. But I had all the account numbers and the information. So without that information recorded somewhere, your family will not get the money you have or the insurance policies or the employee insurance policies. It must be written down. They must have that information after you pass away. Otherwise, that money is just kept by the <laughs> kept by the banks or the investment company or you know or the insurance company. So your family has to have that. And I saw families at my church didn't have that information and they were devastated and hurt and lost a lot of cash because of a lack of information. You've got a documents checklist. I think this goes on for about 40 documents you've got to pay attention to and and physical location of the originals, location of copies, uh, things most people haven't thought about. Uh, When my wife's parents passed away uh, individually over a period of, I think it was three, four years separated, uh, in both cases, no power of attorney that we could find until it was too late. Uh, I think there might have been a missing will. I mean, it was just a disaster. We had to hire an attorney in both cases, used up a fair portion of the uh, whatever that yep. was left. Uh, so, you know, it was, I would say, close to a disaster in terms of the fact that they weren't very prepared for this. Yeah. And, and it was so all lack of information. Well, sure. That, sure. That's the whole point. Sure, is, right. Yeah. My dad used to say a short pencil is better than a long memory. Exactly. <laughs> so, hey, you know, get the book and, and write it down uh, and write information. I Another big thing is information. There's a thing about service providers. So doctors, dentists, car repair, you know, HVAC repair, appliance repair, all of that. When my wife passed away, my daughter said she needed to go to the, the orthodontist and the eye doctor. And my wife had always taken her. And I didn't know who she took her. And, and fortunately I had that piece of paper where my wife had written down all the things and she knew the doctors and the dentists and the address and the phone number without that, I would have been seriously struggling trying to be a single dad and deal with everything my wife handled before she passed away. Hmm. So even there, it was very, very valuable to have that one piece of paper. You know, I knew kind of half of the things and my wife knew half. But, uh, yeah, that's helpful. But my wife laughed and she said, I don't need stuff, Brian, when you're dead. I need it now because I travel a lot as a guest speaker. Mm -hmm. And she would say, you know, I need to know, you know, who to call when you're out of town. And so I had that for her and that was very helpful to her. And, and Brian, we're just talking about, you know, loving our kids and and it's a loving thing to do, right, To, to pass along information. And to be prepared for that point at which, you know, we're parting this world and we want to be sure that they're well taken care of and that uh, they can take care of the loose ends. Not only that, but, you know, you have long periods of time in which uh, uh, sometimes our parents just don't have the ability to to sign things. They're, you know, um, in fact, in the case of my uh, my my wife's mother, she was incapacitated for a full year. In fact, we had to do seven twenty four hour care in our home for quite a number of months, and uh, and it was a wonderful opportunity in of itself. But she was totally incommunicable. I mean, she was not able to do anything. And so to have the power of attorney would have been a blessing for us big time, you know? Yeah. Another thing, I have a list of 40 things to do after a loved one dies. And I've had so many people tell me that that was so valuable. Even myself, I was just going down my own checklist. And one of the things was notify social security department. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why I'm doing that, but I notified them. And when I notified them, 
I was told that I, my kids, because they were all under 18, all had money, monthly monies coming to huh, them. Okay. And so we gained mm-hmm. $50,000 that I wouldn't have even known about if I wouldn't have had the list of 40 things to do after a loved one dies. And mm-hmm. why, even so my own life, I, it was a huge blessing that I had that piece of paper with that list of 40 things. The the resources, because I love you, family legacy organizer uh, that we're discussing on this edition of the program. I know you have a great deal to say, Brian, about uh, gr- just generosity in general, leaving an estate, uh, uh, providing for other ministries and such. Uh, that's important, isn't it, as, as Christians? Yeah, absolutely. God calls us, regardless of how much we have or how little we have, he calls us to be generous, to be grateful for his provisions, to give systematically, to give spontaneously as we feel led, to give sacrificially. That's all part of our our faith story and journey. And God's allowed me to write materials that have gone literally around the world. My my forty day generous life Bible devotional. It's ten Bible verses a day for forty days. Takes you through four hundred scriptures. I did this with my kids when they were in grade school, middle school, high school. Uh, they would go. We'd go through that together, and uh, and it just transforms people's thinking. They're living and they're giving. And, uh, and and it's been translated in over 40 languages all yeah. over the world. Families are using it. It's, ama- it's been amazing what God's done with the little booklet. And it's free. Anybody can get that devotional for free. Just go to the app store get, and put in give with joy. Treat it like one word. Give with joy, one word. And you can have that devotional and you can your family can use it. Or you can go to givewithjoy.org. And that's also online. But it's completely free and anybody can have it. And you're, you can walk your family through 400 scriptures on finances and generosity. Brian, give us a sense. I mean, some people just need to be set free from that tight-fisted world. You know, they, they, they need to be, feel that liberty to just love and to, to give and, and to do what Jesus did in his compassionate frame of mind where you know, he's constantly giving, constantly healing. Uh, you've got seven keys to open-handed living. Give, give us just a little piece of that. Yeah, the whole thing there is is in everyone's listening right now. When it, in your heart, when it comes to finances and generosity and giving, either one or two things is happening. You're operating in fear, which causes you to be tight fisted. You say, "Man, I don't have enough," or "I just have barely enough," and you just hold on so tight, right? Because mm-hmm. you're right, just afraid. Right. Like, oh, mm-hmm. if I give anything away, I'd have less, and then I'd be in more trouble. All right, you've got to mm-hmm. replace that mm-hmm. fear with faith. That's right. So mm-hmm. Elijah and the widow, she was a single mom. She was one meal away from death. And Elijah said, first from what you have, which wasn't enough, first from what you have, give to me, and then make something for yourself and your son. And he told her, do not be afraid. That was do actually his first command. Be do not afraid. be afraid. That's it. From what you have, first give. And so I tell people, you know, what you do, when you learn to open your hands and not operate in fear, but in faith, and I like to say faith is F-A-I-T-H, fantastic adventures in trusting him. Fantastic adventures in trusting him. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. So when you do that, you open your hand, and when your hand becomes open, you share, 
but then God can also put more into your hand. And this is not a prosperity gospel message. This is the idea that God is a God of provision. He's not a prosperity gospel God. He's not a he's not poverty driven. He's not broke. He's a God of provision and he provides for our needs. And when you learn That's to right. open your hands in faith and share, God can bring resources into your hands. It's a it's Very a good. wonderful life to live a generous life, mm, and quite a legacy to pass on to our children. What better legacy, absolutely, yeah, than to be a, a generous giver and just to open up ourselves, our our homes, our hearts, our uh, pocketbook for the sake of of those who are in need. And uh, there's always an opportunity. There's always a uh, you know a traveler on the side of the road that Good Samaritan needs to reach out to. And we just need to be ready to do that. One of the things I've said to folks, too, is if you're heading down the freeway at 80 miles an hour and you're not looking ahead to help somebody who's, you know, uh, got a flat tire on the side of the road, you're probably not going to stop because you're going to be a mile and a half ahead by the time you think about it. <laughs> but if you have the mindset of, you know what, today we're going to help somebody. Today I'm going to look out for that, you know, stranger on the side of the road that's uh, that's that needs some help. Uh, then you're going to stop. You know, you're you're looking ahead, and therefore you're probably going to have a giving mindset. Yeah, that's a good good word. Yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit more about the Family Legacy Organizer. Um, people just need to leave information, and it's not just you know financial information. It needs to be the story. They need to leave a story for their kids. And uh, I just would highly recommend this resource. I mean, boy, I don't know of anything else like it out there, Brian. Thank you for putting this together. Well, I looked at over I looked at over a hundred organizers to make mine. Okay. You know, someone said, if you take from one source, that's plagiarism. If you take from a hundred, that's research. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I, I looked at over a hundred, but then I modified every page, made it my own. But uh, yeah, I, and, and no one will ever use all the pages in the book, but any page you use, uh, your family, your spouse will be so grateful. They will thank God for you for years to come. Uh, I've known of women, uh, in particular, I think of a woman named Darlene who was so mad at her husband three years after he died because he didn't leave her any information. She said, Brian, every week I, something happens. I don't know who to call. I don't know what to do. If he would have just left me information. And three years later, she, she was upset with him and, and she had a loving husband that cared, cared for her well, but she said, he didn't leave me any information. And I just wish he would have done that. I know he loved me, but he didn't leave me any information and no instructions. And everybody listening here, I don't want that to be the story. I don't want your Mm -hmm. spouse or family upset with you three years later. Even my own wife, she was widowed and and we we married three years uh, after she was widowed and I was widowed. Uh, and her husband left her with a mess, unfortunately, and it took four or five years to unravel the mess of finances and taxes because he didn't leave her any information. And she spent, I don't know, probably a hundred thousand dollars or more on lawyers to just try to figure out all of the financial and tax messes that her husband left behind. This legacy organizer is the ultimate guide for organizing household information, family history, important records, your finances, your family tree, password, and login codes. Boy, that's important these days. Really critical. Without that, you're up the creek, no paddle. 
will will and estate plans, funeral plans, inheritances, end of life instructions, medical history, charitable giving, caregiving for aging parents or family members. So, friends, that's the ultimate family legacy organizer. Because I love you, and we're going to offer this for ten dollars at the generations dot org website. So, we're just going to go with a straight ten. I think it's normally what like twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, it's yeah, it's thirty twenty nine ninety five on Amazon. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the fact that you can pass it on to people for ten dollars—that yeah. would yeah. be wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, huge resource, huge resource for just ten dollars. We're going to put it on our website, and friends, just uh, go to the generation.org website to pick up uh, because I love you, family legacy organizer. I think every family, every single family, needs a copy of this. Uh, whether or not you know, maybe you're thirty years of age, maybe you're seventy years of age. I don't think it matters. You, who knows when you're going to go? No, it does. It, it's for all ages. You know, we have a page in here on guardianship for children. So right. what are the layers of guardianship? Uh, you know, if you, if you passed away and you almost need to review that every few years, cause it actually changes over time when kids sure. get, as they get older mm-hmm. and as your friendships may change or morph, uh, and family dynamics. So that's in there heirloom stuff. What, what's promised to somebody who gets, you know, uncle Jimmy's shotgun, who gets grandma, grandpa's watch, who gets gra- grandma's ring. You know, there's a place to write that down. So that there's no fighting, no mm. quarreling, no bickering. Right. A lot of families divide over just simple heirlooms arguments. They they literally fracture because there wasn't information written down. And and this this gives you a page to do that. All right. Well, because I love you, family legacy organizer available at generations.org. And for the other resources, friends, you've you've heard a lot of good stuff on this program. Just check out Briancluth.org. That's Brian K L U T H dot org. He's been our guest today, Dr. Brian Cluth, best selling author and uh, just a guy who wants to equip the saints in this critical area of family legacy. So thank you for joining us, Brian. It's been great. Hey, thanks so much, and may your listeners be blessed and be a blessing to future generations. Amen. This is Kevin Swanson inviting you back again next time as we continue to lay down a vision for the next generation.